Forsaking Kinships Nowadays, many practitioners entertain a win-win wish of attaining perfect enlightenment and at the same time enjoying the company of friends and relatives. But from time immemorial, people who are successful in Dharma practice while maintaining a family life are almost non-existent. For us ordinary folks, wishing to attain the same goal is nothing but indulging in flights of fantasy. Staying at home, one is likely to be enmeshed in all sorts of activities. One day, your paternal aunt's house has an accident. The next day, your maternal uncle needs some help. The day after that, your father's sister gets laid off. Day after day, year after year, time slips by just like that, while the Dharma practice gets delayed and put off indefinitely. The Gateway of Mind training says, Outwardly, you appear to abandon friends and relatives. Inwardly, you never give up on them. In truth, you always hold great compassion toward them, but you must sever ties in body and physical environment. Were it otherwise, your practice would be bound to fail miserably. If your parents gladly support your wish of cutting off secular ties, that is most ideal. But even if they try to stop you with all sorts of tactics, to become furious, to be utterly disappointed, to fly off in resentment, and so on, you should not recoil. From the time since Buddha Shakyamuni, all spiritual seekers practically have to cast off all concerns amidst the torrents of tears and long goodbyes of their loved ones. This has something special to do with the law of causality. Bodhisattva Tokmedzangpo says, Out of warm intention, your loved ones advise you. Work diligently to assure a perfectly happy life. But their intent to help brings harm instead, as chasing after this life is all but a fool's endeavor. To attain liberation, you must renounce this life and practice assiduously the vast and profound Dharma. Giving up clinging to this life for the ultimate truth, go to a solitary place to practice ardently is most critical. When you are famous and wealthy, people pursue you even if you try to hide. While being down and out, people run away from you when you beg them for help. A son could even slay his own father what is there to say about any loved ones to rely on? People in your face are all smiling and cordial, yet behind your back they slander and bite you. Your benevolence and hospitality are returned with strife and hostility. Childish companions turn against each other even within families. When you are riding high, people creep and crawl all over you. Skillfully they manage to appropriate all your possessions. When you hit the bottom, you meet forlorn faces, bickering and fighting. How utterly foolish it is to care and protect so-called friends and relatives. In good times, members of the clan are united to destroy outsiders. When dispersed, with avarice and hatred they fight within. Blood brothers murder each other when personal interest is at stake how rare it is for loved ones to bring you any benefit. 
The sages of the past have thus listed the many evils of friends and relatives. For a practitioner in this degenerate time, it is absolutely urgent to run away from any entanglement with them. 3rd March, Year of Renwu, April 15th, 2002